0: Hey, everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is July 15th, 2020. Giving you the third show of the week for the second straight week. We provide you content you don't even deserve.
1: Uh, Good news, Dave. Got some updates for people. Uh, Tomorrow, from 1 until 3, I'll be at the Fallbrook Library signing today's Union Tribune. (laughs) What day is tomorrow? Thursday? (laughs) Tomorrow night, uh, from 5 to 7, I'll be signing the paper and doing a brief Q&A. That'll be at the uh South Bay YMCA. Friday, we'll bring the book tour south of the border. Jesus Christ. I'll be at Agua Caliente uh and I'm going to guest announce the 4th Dog Race.
0: <laughs> Damn, you're busy. Uh, i busy. Uh oh, come on God.
1: down. I will have a couple of bacon dogs. The, I do not have a way to have today's article translated into Spanish. Uh my apologies, but yeah, that, is that, so that was pretty funny. cool.
0: I didn't see it. I didn't realize it. I didn't see it. I thought I saw the article yesterday.
1: Well, the article was online okay. yesterday, but so
0: nothing changed, right?
1: No, but okay. today I just had to go get uh, stopped at the gas station. Yeah. Union Tribune is there. And I said, well, goddamn, I haven't bought one of these. Let me take a look. It's <laughs> 1987. Sure. And goddamn if there's not the whole article written by Bryce Miller on the front page of the sports section. But my favorite thing that he did was track down Larry Lucchino. Yeah. And you and I were on KFMB the night that Larry separated from the Padres. We said that night. San Diego will never recover from this, and we were 100% right. Unfortunately, we were Because I'll tell you two things that Larry Lucchino was responsible for yeah. that changed sports in this town. The first was Channel 4. Channel 4, when Larry took over, we had the TV games at Channel 8. Channel 8 did probably 65 road games a year, and if they did three home games a year, you were lucky. That was 95 when I got there. Remember before that? Channel 39 with Phil Stone and Al Keck and everybody else sitting in. Lucino came in and and created with Dennis Morgino and Dan uh, Dan Novak, the guys over there at Channel 4. They created Cox Channel 4. Yeah. Changed the way we watch baseball in this town. At some point, Fox Sports San Diego would have come in, but no in this fucking town. It would have been 20 years after everybody else, so give credit to Lucchino for that. Lucchino also gets credit for Saturday night as baseball night in San Diego with the palm trees. Yeah. When routinely we had 50,000 people. Can you imagine Pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, it was. It was really cool.
1: Routinely they had 50K in Qualcomm Stadium, and he is the driving force behind the building of Petco Park. I mean... John put the money up. John built Viejas. Ron Fowler has donated a ton of money to this town. All of those guys should be celebrated. But just from a leadership impact standpoint, Lucchino to me is on the Mount Rushmore and probably the front guy.
0: Biggest mistake Padres ever made. I mean, San Diego ever made letting a guy get away.
1: Well, the other thing that he did was he saw something in his scouting director and made him the GM in Kevin Towers. Yeah. Who built. The team that went to the World Series in ninety eight and it's weird to think, Dave, but that's the last Padre team that's been to the World Series.
0: <laughs> well you gotta think also he saw something in a couple other guys. Boach. Saw, in Boach in Boach and Theo, Jason McLeod.
1: Hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Geffner. Yep. I mean, uh, a lot of guys. Mike D. Sorry. <laughs> He <laughs> did see something but, of Mike D but Mike D as a marketing guy yeah was really really good. then Mike thought he was a baseball guy and yeah. things kind of fell apart. but yeah Sam Kennedy, if we didn't mention him um, bunch of dudes Steinberg yeah right all of those came down from the uh, from the Lucino tree and I just I thought reading when Larry was like, oh my God they're not building a new building what exactly. I thought that was the whole idea. Yeah, it was great. I thought Bryce did a fantastic job. You
0: know, arguably, Larry could be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, Camden Yards was his vision. Yep. Petco Park was his vision. Yep. He turned the Red Sox around, took the curse away.
1: Right. And he redid Fenway Park without impacting Fenway Park.
0: He put the seats on the wall. Yeah. Which now seems so weird not to see them. Yeah. Genius.
1: Yeah, brilliant. And look, man, he... He demands a lot. Yeah. People that worked for him said he was very, very demanding, especially in his Oriole days and when he got here.
0: Yeah, I heard the phrase was keep up or get the fuck out. Really? No, I've made that That's up our completely. Phrase. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's not hard to keep up, though. That's why we don't have any <laughs> anybody on this staff. <laughs> we ran them all out. Look, I, I give Bryce full credit. Yeah, and- Bryce
0: has done a fantastic job during this pandemic. So good. Bryce has to be thinking, am I the only one working over here?
1: Well, I don't know is anyone how he gonna does going to pull their it.
0: fucking weight, Maffy? What are you doing?
1: Who Maffy? Yes. The fuck's he doing? Jesus, went for
0: Tory Pine something to come
1: back? I'm just sitting there talking about the good old days with Rick Schloss. It's time to renegotiate, fucking Bryce. Jesus, come on. Who else is over there? The fact that Maffy's still eating
0: and you're working your ass off. You
1: need well, a new agent. Let's not get crazy. I seem to see a lot of pictures of Bryce fishing. Dude, he is fishing. He's a fishing fool. He's always up in, like, Montana. Yeah. He loves is he him. flying? Does he have a private plane? <laughs> you can imagine he has his own Cessna. That jet set lifestyle? <laughs> He's the modern-day Rick Riley. Uh, but I I loved that today, and I appreciate my quote getting in there. I yeah. mean, it is who the fuck we are. I mean, I don't say it tongue-in-cheek we're fucking joking this town. the shit like that if you're not incensed by reading that column and looking at it then then you're the problem and i don't think it's people in this audience dave i say that in a much more general term yeah but the problem is we have too many people who just shrug it off yeah i agree and and that's why i thought getting larry was brilliant and whoever this slapdick is from the city that they interviewed that's like hey 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 you know we leave it open. Oh, bullshit. If you had any intention of building an arena, yes. you asshole, it would have been the first thing that you were celebrating to get this deal done. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. He's a fucking dick. <laughs> he's a fucking dick. I don't even know who that guy is. Oh but I'm God. telling you right now, somebody knows that guy. Just go, yeah. hey, you save the bullshit, asshole. Okay? Save it. Don't don't take a leak on our leg and tell us where it's raining. Okay? We know the difference. We've seen enough bullshit artists, i.e., Mike Costa, come through this town. We don't need any more.
0: You hear Mike's prediction on wins? Something like 48.
1: Yeah, like 48, 12. This fucking I, guy. I say it all the time. Love the guy like a brother. You have a better idea of getting an update on what really started. COVID-19, where it started, where we're at today, and where it's ending from me and Dave than you do of getting a legitimate (laughs) baseball opinion from Mike. Mike, this is Mike when it comes to baseball. What's his theory every time, Dave? We go louder? Yes. We pause a little bit? Sure does. Because I want it to appear that I have a very well-thought-out comment on baseball, which I know nothing about. And I don't care to learn anything about the game, nor do I care to learn anything about this team. But because I get paid a workman's wage from J-Corps to come on here and talk Padre baseball, I need to fake it. So everybody just shh. So here we go. Judd, I got to tell you, I really like the makeup of this team. I think Jace Tingler, there's something there. Whoop. (laughs) I do think Austin Hedges will hit. Whoop. And, Judd, that's why I'm going to tell you I've talked to a lot of people in baseball. Whoop. Whoop. (laughs) And I think they're coming in at 48 and 12, which will get them. At least second place in the division. <laughs> this fucking guy, dude. What the hell's he doing? Right?
0: I Like, when he said 48 wins, I'm like, do you know they're playing 60 games? What the fuck's wrong with you? No one's yeah, getting 48 got wins. not
1: 162, where you, might have, where you might have been spot on. This fucking guy.
0: I tell you what, and Ernie, who is usually off limits because Ernie's just a nice guy, I was disappointed in Ernie because I always said you and Ernie are the two biggest Padre fans I know. But Ernie is blind loyal. Yeah, but hold on. He doesn't know shit. I listened today. I flipped yeah. on. I just flipped on. I was in the car driving over. I met you here almost at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I flipped over to Ernie. And the question was, how many of the nine starters could you name? He named four. That was like, it, dude. He didn't know anyone. He-, he didn't know anyone's first name. He didn't know anybody. I'm he- like you. You right now have taken the crown as the biggest Padre fan I fucking know because <laughs> this fucking guy is checked out. But yet they're going to win 48 to him too.
1: So. If we're just going left to right, yeah. right? We're gonna assume Hedges is the starter. Yeah. yeah. Then we all do it together. Yeah. Osmer, yes. Profar, Tatis, Machado. Yeah. Have I already eclipsed Sterny without even getting Easily. At Tommy Pham Yeah. And Will Myers? Dude. And Grisham? That's it, right? I think he got Tatis and Machado
0: and was confused on everybody else. Who do you have in second? Fuck. He had uh Profar, but he fucking didn't know his first name. He didn't know his name was Jerkson.
1: Call him Jackson?
0: He didn't know Grisham's first name. He didn't know anybody. What? Dude, I'm like, what the fuck happened to you? And what happened to his voice? He sounds like Nina Blackwood. Why does he is sound he so smoking? bad? <laughs> I
1: don't think Ernie is smoking. Oh, Dave, shit. Save Ernie. Hashtag save Ernie. <laughs> We need to put a, a fundraiser together. God dang it. Ernie, get it together. Oh You're on a station. That's
0: why Costa thinks he's smart. He works with Ernie.
1: Look, I got to tell you, and and I... I have gotten away from this, but I, I can't. What you're seeing at extra 1360 is unlike anything I've seen with a major radio station in this town. The, the Arbitron ratings just came out, Nielsen ratings, excuse me, just came out for the most recent three-month window. From 7 o'clock in the morning until 7 o'clock at night for adults 25 to 54 from that window 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. the nielsen numbers tell you that on average adults 25 to 54 which is the key demographic there are 100 people listening yeah on average two extra yeah in a Holy county of almost cow. 3 million 100 people yeah that is not an exaggeration that's no. not anything the numbers on the individual shows are not even worth repeating Because it's just so goddamn demoralizing. But on average, you have a radio station, which is live and local all day. And I work in Carlsbad, dude. I can hear it. I can hear it on El Camino Real all the way to the mall. I can hear it coming down here. I can hear it in East County. Yeah. Like, you can hear the station. It's not great, but they can't hide behind this signal. They have no programming that is catching the ear of San Diego. On average, at any time during the day, there are 100 people listening to 13. Never
0: seen that before in all the radio.
1: Mind-numbingly yeah. bad. And on average, uh, I think the number that we saw for 97.3, 3 Steven Ben are beating them 1,900 on average to zero. Yeah. 1,900 to zero in the morning. And coaches... Coaches took another huge lead from noon to 3. Yeah. And Padre baseball hasn't started. Padre baseball has not even started is right. And I think people are interested in a 60-game season, just to give you a break from the news yeah. of the day. It's a sprint. How will this team do? Yeah. People will be going back. I mean, a lot of those games start at 6 o'clock at night. The meters are not quite as active at that point. But on average, 100 people listening to 1360. Holy cow. Yeah, there are
0: going to be changes made. I mean, budgets are usually done in June, and uh, changes, changes are coming. I mean, well, guys' contracts have to be expired. And here's what you have to do. You've got to hire as many baseball people as you can. You just do. It's I, only all you have in this town is baseball. You've got to go with
1: baseball. I don't know how they honestly, with all respect, to friends they get a check there. I honestly don't know how Melissa, who runs that place. By the way, 760 KFMB, doing great. They're doing great. Armstrong and Getty is a syndicated show in the morning, but they're hanging in. Mark Larson, I don't know. Slater's the worst show in San Diego. <laughs> that show sucks. <laughs> but uh, and then whatever they go to at 3 and into at night, Red Eye Radio. But but KFMB, I don't know if you're Melissa, how you, for a second, who's the head of that whole cluster, how you could think for a second, we're going to get a top 10, top 8 station off the air, and we're going to replace it with a station where yeah. 100 people are listening.
0: And our payroll's ridiculous because we go local almost all
1: day. Yeah. No, for me, Dave, I, I look at that and I go, how do they not say, we'll take Dan Patrick in the morning, will stay with the herd. I think the midday show over there is Doug Gottlieb, right? You go Doug Gottlieb in the afternoon, it's, I don't even know. They could
0: go Greenberg because they technically now have Fox and ESPN. Very true. Very true. Yep.
1: Uh, They could do that. And that, because they're going to overhaul that whole lineup starting August 3rd. Yeah. The ESPN radio lineup. You're right. You could take Mike Greenberg in the afternoon. And see what happens there, but sorry for all the dudes that work there. You got a hundred fucking
0: people listening. Yeah, you've had a, You've run basically a zero point zero since January, without the Padres even playing on ninety seven three yet.
1: And you can't blame it on COVID because ninety seven three yeah. is Killing doing
0: it. fine. Yeah, so kudos it. to all those guys yeah. too. Holy shit, crazy. Yeah, to
1: right? beat them.
0: Yeah, Padres. Speaking of them, they're they're actually playing online today and tomorrow. We talked about this it. the other day. Yeah, me too. I'm trying to, to watch it as well. Um, it's good to see the Padres playing, right? I mean, it, it, both teams are wearing the same uniforms. I know it's why not they tackle football, but fuck, how about a little bit of effort? You know, people are watching. Padre fans are excited right now. We're watching like you and I are watching.
1: Why, why did they do that? And because it, they only have one BP jersey? Dude, they the got to have a home and road. Right?
0: Dude, the, the Dodgers are playing in two different uniforms. The Angels are playing in different uniforms.
1: Yeah. Make it a little bit
0: exciting for the fans. Here's Everyone's wearing exactly road. the same fucking uniform. The gray pants and brown jersey with SD in the left corner.
1: I uh, uh, I mean, I'll say this. If you're watching, you'll see highlights later tonight on the news or tomorrow. Yeah. I like the jerseys. Yeah. No, you know what, Dave? Are they,
0: does one have SD and one say Padres? Uh,
1: this fucking team. Right, <laughs> I think one team is using the road jersey and the other team is using the BP jersey. No, wait. No, man. they
0: both the pitcher right now and Tatis, who's batting right now, has the, the same jersey on. That's Davies. Zach Davies is pitching. Yeah, uh, uh, but I think Hedges is wearing the Padres jersey. That's what I thought. Well, he's because he's a, big... a fucking idiot. <laughs> 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 Cause it's <just> something <laughs> Hedges would do. He's just a fucking jerk.
1: <laughs> So sick of his shit. Do you buy into what Jace Tingler told him, that you better hit to make this team? Let me
0: tell you something. Jace said two things I thought that were really important. One is he said you have to hit to make this team get on base, is what he told him. Get on base. Which a walk is fine. Hit yep. by a pitch is fine. But what he said was you have to start hitting the ball to the right side. And good things happen in baseball when you hit to the mm-hmm. right side. And, it, and people who know baseball understand exactly what he's saying. If there's a guy on second base and Hedges grounds out to third or short, the guy at second's not advancing to third. But if right. he grounds out to second or first, he's advancing. Right. And so I know a guy that hits with Hedges on a regular basis. And he asked Hedges, what is your approach to hitting? And he says, no matter where the ball is, I pull it. And he goes, what? And he goes, I try and pull every pitch to the left side. Why? Number one, it's selfish as fuck. Two is it doesn't work because he's hitting 176. Yeah. And that's his attitude. I'm just going to pull every pitch no matter where it is. Outside corner pulling it. Inside pulling it. The whole deal. What Jace told him was 100% right. There's not a baseball guy who would disagree with what Jace told him. you got to get on base, and you got to fucking hit to the right side.
1: Well, he better have the backing of management on that. Because what happens when when Dum Dum doesn't do it? Because
0: he's not going to, right? He's not going to change everything right now. He's been practicing all winter hitting to the left side. He's been doing his whole fucking career. It hasn't been working everybody's frustrated with them. I know some people more than others. Man, I'm, I'm so tired of his shit. I, I can't tell you. I really hope Mejia can catch because it sounds like Jace is kind of setting him up to say, dude, if you can do this, you can stay in the lineup. But more than likely, I know you won't, you know you won't. So when I take you out, I already told you the rules of the game. And so when you're out of the fucking game, dumb shit, don't complain in the newspaper that you should be playing and you should be the everyday catcher like you did last year because it was fucking embarrassing.
1: Shut your mouth. Shut
0: your fucking mouth. Everybody in this town is sick of you. That's what he should have started yeah. the
1: conversation with. We're sick of you and your dumb fans. <laughs> they <that> just <laughs> fawn over you. You're not Johnny Bitch. Jesus. You're more like Johnny Rod's former <laughs> jobber for the WWE. <laughs> uh, yeah, the faster we get that guy out of town. Right, we're sick right? of him. I'm sick of him. Nobody wants him, though, right? I mean, you take him, but... Not for much. Dude, he's out of baseball the second they figure out.
0: It's Mejia, by the way, who's catching. It's uh, He's out of baseball the second that they come to that automated strike zone. Because right now everyone loves him because he frames pitches. Well, the automated yeah. strike zone, you don't need him anymore. Oh, boy. No. <laughs> right?
1: I mean, I don't oh. know what to say. We've given him so many fucking years. Well, they're going to win 48. So maybe you bite your fucking tongue. Huh? <laughs> How do you feel you about that free 40. advice? 48? Huh? I'm sorry, what? I have them at 28 and 32 and missing the playoffs. Is that what you did? Uh-huh. 28
0: and 32? Well, I thought we had them at 25 and 35. I thought that's what I'd we agreed fine on. That's too. <laughs> and, and look, you're going to get mad with what Jeff just said or what I just said. Odds are, we're good right. Look at the last 10 fucking years. We're right. And now look, if they finish with a winning record, because Vegas says they will finish with a winning record. It would be Great. Great. Fantastic! We've been waiting a long time. All of you have.
1: Oh, it'd be great.
0: But for you to sit there and say, I see 35 wins. Why? Why would you possibly say that when they haven't done that in the last 10 years?
1: I think what everybody's looking at, Dave, and I can get it. I think that a lot of people think, and I heard Tingler say this. You know, I said to Brett Boone in here a couple of weeks ago, man, could you go with a four-man rotation? Yeah. And now it sounds like you could do much more with the bullpen. And I saw somebody wrote today, I think it was Kevin A. C. that Gore and Patino more than likely will be on the opening day roster. Wow, that'd be great. And I think what they're looking at is the depth that the pods have in that bullpen and that it may become bullpen game night after night. And I think, Dave, that's what they're looking at, to give the pods the edge. And if so... It's a strength. Yeah, it's a strength. Look, Preller didn't know what he was walking into when he started building the bullpen. But, yeah, I mean, they're pretty loaded back there. So, Pomeranz, Begon, I mean, fucking Castillo breaks down all the time. But if you ever get that kid back, and then Yates at the end, uh, really, really strong. And I think that's what they're looking at more than anything, Dave, thinking, hey, if these games every night become about the guys that can get us through from the 6th through the ninth, then San Diego has a big advantage.
0: For me, this is what I would like to see from Padre baseball this this year. I would like to see Tatis play all 60 without being injured. Yep. You know, I mean, because it is right now a a bad rap that he has that he gets injured, and he gets injured usually from hustling. Yeah. I mean, it's not not from something like his body just keeps breaking down. He's breaking down because he's giving you everything he possibly has. Two is I would love to see Paddock take another step forward as far as being one of the top pitchers in baseball – and for me, I, honestly, I think that's, that's about it. I mean, oh, I'll it, tell it, you
1: the one you missed. Go ahead. You have to see marked improvement from A to B to C to D from Manny Machado. 100%.
0: 100%. What are you looking for? I, I mean, when you Across say. The what, board. You, what, are you, what are you saying? Are you saying everything from ability to attitude?
1: Yeah. I mean, clutch. I mean, defensively last year, he was insanely yeah, he, exciting.
0: He is insane. He's exactly what we thought
1: he would be. Insanely exciting. He has to become the guy on this team. The way that Mike Trout's the guy on the Angels. The way that, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of other guys across baseball, right? And you want Machado to be the guy. So the discussion becomes, man, is it Machado or Tatis? It wasn't even close last year. Tatis was the guy on this team. Changed everything. For me, that is the key to this year. It's the key to Jace Tingler. And Padre Baseball. You got a $30 million guy. Hosmer's. He, I Hosmer think Hosmer is what he is. He's a cheese sandwich.
0: <laughs> I think he is what he is. I would love to. I hope you're right on that with the Machado part. Because it's right there for Machado. He's at the prime age of his career. Which he should have his best year. And he said that he has stuff to prove this year. I hope you're absolutely right with Machado. So many people want to see Machado be that guy. I mean, he makes the money to be that guy. Tatis has already, even though he's making the major league minimum, has is everything that you want your kids to follow. Yeah. He's the guy that makes the exciting plays. He's the guy that breaks his, his ass every single day for you. And at the same time, he's the guy that looks like he's proud to put the uniform on. Machado looks like, at times, I just don't feel like playing today.
1: Uh, the other guy that I am fascinated to watch is the guy that you and I are looking at right now, and that's Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham is the guy, right, supposed to bring a little swagger in there, bring a little attitude to this team. Also a guy that may check a few egos, be it it Hosmer and Machado. Not saying that Hosmer has an ego, but that Pham may demand a little bit more out of him and the coaching staff. That's the thing, Dave, that I want to see is what do you get out of Hosmer? But but what does Pham bring that makes Machado – be a little bit more invested than he was in 2019.
0: So I look at Hosmer and I think just his best years are behind him. I just don't think he's he, I don't think he's screwing up on purpose. I just don't think no. he's ever going to get it back. Age-wise, I just don't think he's going to be the player he was even in 2016 when he was, you know, All-Star first baseman.
1: Well, in 7 years when he's gone, you're going to miss
0: him. <laughs> I don't think we're going to miss him. When he's living in Kansas City and he's signing autographs as one of the all-time favorites. At, you at know, old timers day. Yeah. And uh and uh, I mean are you expecting anything from ProFar? I mean, when you look at that signing, do you sit there and go, Why the fuck was AJ so in love with this guy forever? He always has been. Always. Since he was um, since he was drafted. Yeah. He's always had this thing for jerks and Profar.
1: I mean, uh I mean he's better than Kinsler. Yeah, that's not saying a lot. Well, it is saying a lot. But- uh I don't know, we'll see. We'll see where he's at.
0: Okay. Come I mean uh, you
1: don't have to count on Pro yeah. to be No, you don't. There were I mean the, when no. they tried to get him five years ago, they no. thought he was going to be a, a three or six hitter.
0: Yeah. If the Padres don't make the playoffs, no one's gonna go it's because of Jerks and Profard don't play it. up his potential. No one's gonna say that. But when you sit there and you, you like what Fam has and you hope Trent Grisham grows in a Padre uniform, I imagine And I've never spoken to Trent Grisham. I imagine he's happy to be here in San Diego. Oh, yeah. Fam, for a while, I wasn't so sure he was happy to be here in San Diego, meaning that he thought Tampa Bay was ready to contend, and he was happy to be part of that.
1: Look, you gave up uh, Fran Mel Reyes, who was beloved by the team in this city, to get Taylor Trammell. And people in Cincinnati and Cleveland, man, they think Taylor Trammell is impact. Where is he at? How far away is CJ Abrams? Not I don't think you see CJ Abrams this year. No. You know what's great, Dave? We we talked about ProFar, Tremel, Grisham. We talked about Fam, Machado, Tatis, all these different guys, the catchers. And we didn't even talk about the asshole who's getting twenty million this year because everybody knows it's not gonna happen. Yep. You just take that, that's just a twenty million dollar knee right to the balls for Ron and Pete. I, I like, how much wasted money of theirs has Preller given away?
0: That's the issue, right? It's it's Preller to go, why the fuck are you giving Myers this money? Yeah. Why did we give Hosmer this money in this bad contract?
1: Right. Like, how different would this team be if you had $50 million to mess around and Go find a second baseman, right? Well, dude, hey, here you go. From the same fucking
0: team. I mean, how great would they have been if they said, hey, Moustakis, we want to bring you here and you're going to play second base for yeah. $6 million. Yeah. That's what it cost. Moustakis' numbers have been great.
1: Uh, he's got bigger money than that, though, from the well, Reds. For the Reds this year, but he was yeah. making
0: nothing with the Brewers. Nothing. Just sitting there. Yeah. Fuck. and And he's going to have huge numbers for the Reds in that ballpark this year.
1: Oh, he'll kill it. But Jesus. you could have put, you probably could have put Naylor at first. Yeah, you could have. Right? You could. Uh, I mean, he given you more production than you're going to get out of Hosmer. Uh, and then right, I yes. don't care. Could have had anybody in right. If Cordero ever makes it back or Trammell, who knows? But can you imagine that, Dave? Let's say Trammell was out in right field. So you, now you're looking at an outfield where you go, man, Trammell gets an opportunity. Grisham gets a fresh start. FAM's in left. Now you've got Machado at third. Tatis. At short, Moustakas at second, and uh, and Naylor at first, right? Better team. And then you go, and Mejia's uh, catching, Mejia's catching, and uh, Camposano's is backup. Better team. And now all of a sudden, then you go, we're going to have uh, Gore, Patino, are coming up this year. Paddock's already back. Casey's here. And uh, we got Zach Davies. Yeah. You start looking at that, you go, fuck, man. Not a whole lot of money on the books, but we're set up really well. You still got guys like Abrams in the pipeline.
0: And Abrams is interesting because we know he was drafted as a shortstop. He's not going to be the shortstop. He's going to be either a future center fielder or second baseman, right?
1: Yeah. But can you imagine that if you had just streamlined a few things?
0: Garrett Richards off the books. I think it's a lot easier to explain, even if you're AJ to to basically Ron and to say this is what we're doing. He this just, is what just plans goes in up. there and goes, Idiot. I think if Ron did old school days like it was in the fifties and he was had to write each check every two weeks yeah. by hand, yeah. he'd be losing his shit. <laughs> but since it's all automated, he doesn't freak out every two weeks. But I think if he was doing it by hand, he'd be yelling at AJ to bring a glass of cold water. <laughs>
1: Is it hot in here? I tell you what, if I was Ron's kid, and I, I don't know, I mean, the the incredibly sad story of his son, Brad, but any of his family, I would just like, every time I saw Preller, I mean, I guess the baseball yep. team's worth a lot more today than it was when dad bought it. Yeah. But I'd still be, fuck you, Preller.
0: <laughs> You'd be in the offices and fuck you,
1: Preller? Fuck you. Get a comb. (laughs) Christ's sake, get your shit together. My goddamn inheritance going to these assholes. That's it. it. I'd be bitching about that my sister got a a better luxury suite. Oh, she's up in the fucking tower. And I'm out here in right field. Putting on 80 proof every goddamn 10 minutes. Drinking warm natty lights. Dad hates my wife. <laughs> i tell you what, if I see that fucking Preller down there in the employee lot, you do me a favor. You get dad over to act like there's some kids that want to meet him because I'm going to need Preller right in his little fucking nuts. Oh you know how much gosh. money that guy cost me? Dude, no
0: shit, right? That's fucking guy. He's yeah. had the job since 2014. Yeah. What's wrong with you people? Why do you people
1: keep still love this guy? That guy, he, I tell you what, we would not be doing commercials for A.J. Preller financing the end. Can you imagine if Dan Williams was GM? <laughs> Dan Williams wouldn't have signed any of these assholes. God damn. I, is a beer guy ever coming by her? Dude, that is it. I'm a goddamn family member of the owner.
0: Are you still looking at your phone? Look at your phone right now. Look at that dipshit. Why is Myers sitting there front row with his feet up like a jackass? You think they made him sit there? <laughs> he just. You go sit out there. We don't want you in here.
1: He is just the epitome of dopey dope, isn't he? <laughs> what if that guy, Dave? All right, let me ask you this. What if Jay Stingler is the magic? I mean, at this point, we have to cheer for him, right? Seems like a of likable course. enough guy.
0: Absolutely. I I feel bad for him because he's getting a chance of a lifetime to manage in the majors, and he's not giving a full fair shot. Oh, I think bullshit. You think the 60-game things have been? I think
1: the 60-game in the DH changed everything for him. His decision-making became a whole lot easier. It
0: did become easier. That part became easier. But as far as if the team, for some reason, doesn't do well for the first 30 games and the trade deadline comes and you start trading some of those guys in your bullpen for minor leaguers, yeah, he's fucked.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. if I'm Tingler, I'm like, let me get a look at this team. I mean, you have a situation. Somebody sent me a message tonight that a whole group of jockeys at Del Mar have tested positive. Man. Del Mar's been back for less than a week. Yeah. And that weekend racing is put on hold. I mean, dude, let's just get through the year. Yeah. Right? If you're Tingler, you're like, man, let's just make sure we're playing and we got everybody coming out. And I think that's probably for Ron and Pete, too. Did, um
0: let me ask you, Yossel Puig signed with the Braves that other saw day. Saw that. Do you wish he would have been with the Pots? No. No, you're fine with that?
1: Yeah, no, that's fine. I like that a bunch of these stories are breaking. There was a kid in Atlanta who saw Puig in a hotel. Yeah. So he got it yeah. on social media before Aunt Jeff Passan or anybody else. There was a girl who worked at a liquor store in Kansas City that saw Chiefs employees coming in buying champagne and she figured out that Mahomes had signed the extension. Yep. Uh, She beat everybody. Everybody. Yeah, Glazer, Schefter, everybody. Yeah, I mean, they called out Schefter, but yeah, Yeah. Glazer's on that too. I think some of these, I I don't know how Schefter feels about it, but I think some of these are kind of cool that these guys are finding it. But no, Dave, this point to me would have been one of those guys that you look at uh, where you go, man, we just need one more bat. If we get one more bat, we're about ready to go. This isn't the time for him. They must have faith that Franchi's
0: going to be okay, is the way I looked at it. When they didn't make a run at him, I'm glad he's not with the Giants, but I mean, I thought if he wasn't going to the pods, they must be, they must believe that Franchi's going to help this team out somewhere. They're going to try. And that Pham's arm is okay as well. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, or like I talked about, Trammell, right? Uh, Grisham there. Um, they let the kid. Uh, how do you say that kid's last name? Juan Lagarus. Yeah. He was released today, and I know he. They kind of thought he'd be in the mix for everything. So I don't know, but yeah, I just I I, I didn't I wasn't upset to see Puig go to Atlanta. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna throw.
0: Uh, I'm gonna just ask you a quick trivia question. See if you get the answer right. What team is Matt Kemp on? Do you know
1: Matt Kemp's on a team? Yeah, we just talked about this. You said he's on Colorado. He I is. thought he was on the Marlins.
0: He's on the Rockies. Wow. Crazy. I didn't realize Matt Kemp was in baseball.
1: No. he. I remember him being with yeah. the Reds. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. A, like the last place I remember and watching. And they let him go. And then they let him go. Did he come to L.A. after the Reds? No. He's... Uh, no. He's... He or came, did the Dodgers came, trade him to the, the Reds? The
0: Dodgers traded him away with Alex Wood and stuff to the to the Reds last year before the season started. Okay. So Matt Kemp always gets off to a hot start, then he fizzled. It's a short season. But Matt Kemp, if you look at Kemp, he... um Myers is batting, by the way. I don't even know. He just dropped, jumped out of the front row and <laughs> right? grabbed the bat. What are we doing? Probably wasn't even his turn. He just said, fuck it. Um, and then Matt Kemp uh, is back in. But if you look at Kemp, dude, he looks like, I hate to say, he looks like that Kemp again. He looks like Kemp on the pods where his beard's all fucked up, his hair's all fucked up, no effort at all. It <laughs> looks like when he gets out of bed to be the best baseball player he can be. And you sit there and go, well, fuck, he doesn't have a chance. And then you see guys like Ian Desmond yeah. check out. Blackman just came back from COVID nineteen, and here you go. You get Matt Kemp with the with the Rockies. Who, uh, uh,
1: Matt Kemp's back. I'm sorry to do this to everybody because by the time you hear this, it'll be a couple days after. But is that Paddock calling strikes? It looks like it's Paddock back there calling strikes <laughs> from <laughs> behind heard. the pitcher's mouth. Yeah, dude, I love that the pods figured it out and started streaming these things. You watch these every
0: night, right? Yeah, he's here, boy Myers. I'm sorry. God dang it. Weak-ass, three-hop dribbler. Mejia throws him out at first. No effort to run to first space.
1: And, but there's an umpire at first. Yeah. Who's that guy? I don't know. Paddock, Mike Winters?
0: <laughs> Paddock's just, just back there calling balls and strikes from behind the pitcher's mound. That's our major league umpire, actually, at first space. That's not a Padre guy. Perfect. Yeah. You got to figure those guys need work as well. Anyway, the season gets going for the pods officially on the 24th. All right, get it there. And so, uh, which is exciting. Again, we're on the 24th, the first two games will be on the 23rd. You have the Yankees and Nationals, and you have the Dodgers and Giants.
1: Can't wait. Going to be a yeah, blast. Yeah, me too.
0: I hope everything goes through. Do you have faith that sports is going to continue?
1: I'm uh, Dave, I love what the NHL has done. The NHL, to me, has really been on top of it uh, across the board. And I saw a couple of people posting today going along the lines of what we had talked about the other night, I mean, it's going to be March Madness every day. And look, I'll tell you the other thing the NHL did was they took everything north of the border. Uh, In Toronto, where everything's on shutdown mode and they're pretty locked in and they are doing everything they can to get the curve flattened. And in Edmonton as well. So I love that for the protection of the players. Uh, The CBA has been agreed to, so everybody's in a good mood. They're excited. And I just think... Uh, they get going August first. I think that's gonna be outstanding. And even playing in the empty arena, right? Playing in Social Bank Arena with all that uh noise going on, craziness chirping. Yeah, I think it's gonna be awesome. Dude, how
0: smart were they to pull it out of uh Arizona and Vegas to Huge. sit there I LA, mean, the whole mean, thing. Yeah, God, anywhere extremely they extremely smart.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so they'll uh, they'll play and and get going. That one I'm excited. about. Let me
0: about. ask you real quick, just hypothetical: uh-huh. if if they didn't do that and the plan was still to remain the same, do you think the NHL would continue?
1: I think it would have been really tough. Yeah, I think it would have been really tough. And look, I'm getting excited for the NBA too. Me too. I, I think the NBA is going to be a lot of fun. All of these things, Dave, would get, and and then the news that came out. Uh, I think a lot of us saw it came out yesterday that companies are getting really, really close on vaccines Um, the hope is that they may have a vaccine ready to go as early as the first part of 2021 that they ran a bunch of tests and people responded positively uh, to the vaccine now they have to try it on older people like uh, leisure fryer (laughs) the problem is what they said is the guy that would give the vaccine to fryer might accidentally give him the old Euthanasia, or euthanasia, whatever, <laughs> euthanize him. Put that old fossil to sleep. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> and we just bronze his bus pass. I haven't heard from that asshole in
0: a long time. I muted
1: that. <laughs> I'll bring him back. Once Padres get back to opening day, I'll bring, bring him that. back. Of course. Love that dude. It's my boy.
0: Oh, he my God. He muted
1: him for the off season, But he's like... Uh, He's like Ted and and Jesse, and Mud and Don. He's one of the voices of summer.
0: I've got to tell you, I love the old people, but I, I I did something today. I was kind of embarrassed about.
1: Oh.
0: I'm driving out of my neighborhood, and there's a car in front of me, and it's the tire in the back, you know, and then they have the tire cover on the on the back of the car, you know, and okay. the cover was auburn tigers all right oh boy my least favorite college team so i speed around and then i just roll down my window and i give the fucking fuck you finger why are you doing that okay because that's what i do and no it's what i and, do <laughs> so i completely the big fuck you and as i look over to see who i'm flicking off it's an old lady and i'm thinking this probably wasn't even her car probably she came in from out of town to visit her son or who is probably an Auburn fan, and said, can I borrow your car? And I completely flipped her off and told her, fuck you. What a dick. Welcome to San Diego.
1: <laughs> Welcome to San Diego. What the hell is your problem? Hey, I admitted it. Sorry. Uh, it's very. What,
0: po- what, what can I do? I apologize
1: for you that. You can't do anything. That's it. But, yeah, be nice to everybody. Boy, I tell you what, though. Be nice though. to everybody. I'll tell you what. And uh, I hate to say it. Boy, these old, the old people cannot drive, man. A lot of us right now, we're already a little frustrated. A lot of our liberties have been taken away. You want to have a little fun? Everybody want to have a little fun? Let's do it. Here's what you got to do. Go in. Hey, and I think you can do a good thing at the same time. Go in and support your local sandwich shop or pizza place. Anybody, right, that is still battling through and doing the whole deal. But while you're in there, make sure you put your order in. And this is all you got to do. You say, look, I don't know what the hell is going on in the world, but I'm shocked that casinos can stay open and I can't hang out. You you won't even get the line out. How the fuck does that happen? <laughs> I did it today. It was great. <laughs> Local sandwich shop, two guys, so good. Sandwiches are great. And uh, had to go over and get lunch. Yeah. And I, I genuinely feel bad for them because it doesn't make any sense to me Like, who can stay open and who can't stay open? There's no rhyme or reason to our thinking. And, uh, boy, it it was... It took nothing. It was like putting a lit cigarette on a helium balloon. That thing blew up in a minute. And they went nuts. I said, hey, man, I'm fighting the fight with you. (laughs) I hear you. I'm not doing anything. (laughs) I mean, I came in. I supported them. Bought lunch. But... It's goddamn crazy time yeah. right now.
0: It is. It is. It's. It is crazy. All right. Here's a question I have for you because I had this conversation about two hours ago with some of the kids that I coach, and mm-hmm. I've never been a fan of stealing. Okay, a couple things. I'm not a fan of stealing. I'm not a fan of graffiti. Lying. You know, lying, lying is is frustrating. But when you steal from someone and you, and you basically graffiti their property, terrible. Really bothers me. You know, when you were a kid, at mm-hmm. any point, did you ever dine in ditch or ever steal?
1: No, um, n- no, and Dine, di- no, on the Dine and Dash, no, I tried to steal the Bob's Big Boy from Encinita, or not Bob's Big Boy, the Ronald McDonald yeah. from San Marcos, I stole him and got caught. <laughs> How far did he make it? I told that story. Yeah, we I forgot. got forget. to San I- yeah, we cut him down with a hacksaw, not that little shit. Hey, Bubba, you're hurting me. <laughs> Just swinging him into <laughs> like uh, like an axe. Yes. Um,
0: Who was with you? How many They pe- no, Don't say names, but how many people were with you?
1: Scott King. Oh, Jesus Robert Thal. Roan White. <laughs> yeah. One of them's a cop. Yeah, Scott King. Law enforcement for like 25 years. Jesus. Well, I feel like that. How did he pass the interview process? Well, I think he learned from... Uh, from Bob uh, Rob Thal's uh, terrible idea, wink, wink. <laughs> Rob Thal doesn't know this show exists. See that maniac in fifty years. Um, but I worked at a liquor store, yeah. And so stealing meant fighting. Yeah, that was that was go time. Or if you took a piss on our Pepsi machine, yeah, you were getting a couple of teeth knocked out that way too. No, I didn't like it. I hate lying, man. Lying to me is the number one thing. Is
0: that the number one thing? If your kid, if you catch your kids lying, that that's it. They're yeah, I mean, shit. stealing
1: that, would be really bad. Yeah. One of them got caught years ago uh, stealing money from their mom, and they really they don't get spanked. Yeah, not thing. But they got laid into pretty good. Um, yeah, but those kind of things terrible. Graffiti, shit. I can't draw a stick man. <laughs> You know it's me. You don't
0: have to be good at it. You can usually I just do hangman paint.
1: in the middle of the road. They're like, get that asshole in here. <laughs> like the, I'd be the, uh, who are those dudes on Home Alone? The wet bandits? Yeah, the, yeah. the wet bandits. <laughs> That'd be me. I'd be the wet bandits
0: of graffiti. said, so, yeah, these kids were telling me a couple hours ago and uh, about eating. And I said, what do you guys eat when you're down here? Because they drive a long way to just come to baseball practice. Two hours each way, they drive down to San Diego for baseball practice. Wow. And so I said, "What do you guys eat when you come here? And they told me the place. And I said, um, how much you guys spend a week on food? They go, well, we don't pay for it. And I go, what do you mean? They go, we go through the drive through And then we say, am telling everybody how to do this now. They go through the drive through and say, hey, forgot my wallet. I'm just going to continue driving through. And they go, okay. And then when they get to the last window... They get the guy's order behind them and they take off. Oh. do you understand? Yeah. So I said to them, "Well, which restaurant did you do this? Believe it or not, the restaurant they told me was one my my friend runs. Oh, yeah. And I was like, dude, I know the guy that fucking runs that restaurant. Yeah. They're like, Are you serious? I go, hundred percent. Don't fucking steal from him. And I go, how long have you been doing this? I go, we do it every time we come to San Diego. All
1: right, get these fucker. Do you screen at all? Do you I know. do I screen as you said? Yeah. Do you screen for kids on your team? Do you look at character do you, at all? Big shock that they'd play for you. How did I know
0: they were doing this shit? Um,
1: why don't you do a little background check, well, buddy? Well, They're pretty now you easy. want me to kick them off?
0: Yeah. A background check. We never get arrested. There's no background check.
1: Well, why don't you have them uh, donate fifty bucks a guy to that restaurant, and you should walk them in there <laughs> with a mask. Yeah. <laughs> so they can't get into the door. It's locked. That's embarrassing. Yeah. That's what I was saying.
0: When they told me that, I was like, I've never stolen from a restaurant before in my life.
1: That'll be, now, this move I saw, now, I have a feeling like sometimes you see stories on Facebook about, oh, this happened, and you're like, this is all bullshit. But this move was pretty funny. They said that a guy was going through a drive-thru, and there was a girl behind him kind of honking or giving him shit, doing the whole thing, right? Just being mouthy. So the guy gets to the window to pay and he said hey i'd like to pay for my order and the order behind me and the guy's like okay so he pays for both orders and now he's moving up the girl comes up to the window the guy's like oh he paid for it so now she's kind of embarrassed and she waves you know kind of like yeah I'm a dipshit and then the guy gets to the pickup window and shows both receipts and takes both orders of food. <laughs> and then she had to go back all the way through the line I again. I like that one. Now, that yeah. I thought was yeah. very funny. Yeah. I don't know that it actually happened. Yeah. Some of these you read, and you, uh, it seems like yeah. things you think in your head, right? When you just got in an argument with your yeah. boss and you're half an hour down the road, you're like, oh, I should have said this. And it kind of feels like that, but I thought it was funny.
0: Yeah. That's a good one. I like that one. Not,
1: bad. <laughs> not,
0: not, not a bad move at all. I like that one. That's what she gets. Learn yeah. how to behave. Hey, when I mention Dan Williams as your guy to get you out of debt, Dan's the guy that also wants to get you out of the rental market, help you buy a house. Right now is a really important time to talk to Dan. So many people are refinancing right now, trying to figure out what they're going to do as far as where the market's going, what's going to happen in November. So how, does that affect exactly what's going to happen with your money as well? Dan's a great guy to bounce ideas off of. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813.
1: Swear to God, Dave, I felt like ten days ago, man. I had the world by the tail. Love and life. Out of debt. Good looking credit score. Then yeah. two purchases. Had to buy a new bed. That was a pretty good hit. Yeah, it is. But a I big was one. like, okay, that's manageable. And now, because Gavin Newsom is gonna keep us working at home uh, until further notice. Today, courtesy of my friend uh, Chris Cox, who was a huge help to me because I don't know anything, I had to go out and buy a work computer today. And that was a huge hit. So just like that, you go, bang, bang, fuck. But two good investments. They'll last me for a long, long time. And the good thing is, because I followed the, the financial plan that Dan put in place, and you have a credit score that allows you to get good financing. You can manage it, balance it, and it will squeeze into your budget, but you'll do it. And those are the kind of things where I say, "Well, okay, the bet will be paid off, the computer will be paid off, and then continue to maintain that credit score, the payments, everything else so that within the next year when I'm ready to buy a house, I'll have all that positive material for the bank to look at. You can do the same thing call Dan eight five eight six eight eight six eight one three tell him I want on that Dave and Jeff financial plan, so I no longer have to live in the back of my van. <laughs> I can actually live in a house did
0: uh you get the bed yet?
1: no, the bed will show up a week from tomorrow okay, but Wh- I, why so long what the fuck uh man those people are I don't know people are buying beds. I went today to uh was in target today and like, they have no sheets. Because I had, like, a queen-size bed, and I went to a Cal King. And so you got to change everything. And they're like, they don't have anything. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Where are the sheets? Hey, sweetie? No, I did not. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I did. I did. I would never do that, just for a laugh. It is but, funny. But they don't have anything. So, uh, thankfully, uh, now the bed will show up. Uh, computer I have tonight with me. And then uh, Bet will show up a week from tomorrow. There
0: you go. All right, Brian Curry is your guy for that perfect house, perfect neighborhood, wherever you want to move to. A lot of people telling me over the last twenty four hours. Make sure Brian gets you out of San Diego mm. County. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people want me out. That's fine. Good. Brian's your guy. Can find you the right neighborhood, the right street. Again, and guess what? He's been doing it for a long time. That's why I know San Diego County better than anyone else. Make sure you call Brian Curry when you're ready to make that move. Six one nine. 251 1588 619 251
1: 1588. You can laugh at me. I'm telling you tonight, I was right off of the 54 buying my computer. Yeah. The 54, I came out and Dave, I kind of came out of that center and I took a left and I think I was on 4th Avenue. Okay. And then I became like 4th, became 3rd and 2nd. Love the sign that says downtown this way. But then. What I started to notice was, as I was driving in that area, man, there is an insane amount of Asian, Latina, African-American. There are MILFs all over right there. There are. That might be my dream zone. (laughs) I think, you know, they're reading about all these assholes that have their $9 million condos, right? So you can watch Will Myers for free. Yeah. Hey, good on you. I might just goddamn get a little place (laughs) in downtown Chula Vista, right? Fire up the grill in the back? Yeah. It'll be like shooting fish in a barrel over there. I was like, wow. It was like uh, everywhere you looked, they were just better and better and better. Look, you can have Encinitas and Lucadia live there. If you want the most gorgeous women in San Diego, I think I just found them at Second and Island <laughs> in Chula Vista. There's Liquor a, store
0: nearby? There's a guy I know who told me, he says, when this thing's over, and bring Jeff on over to uh, my house for party, all my wife's friends look like Lisa Lisa. Fuck
1: off. <laughs> no. Oh, that's it. God damn. I invitation accepted <laughs> and i'll listen you tell me what i need to bring i'll tell you what i'll do dave i'll go by phil's they got that big spread i'll get oh, all kinds of texas toast <laughs> shit he better not be being silly i'm not in the mood those are. that's a pretty <sighs> brash statement can you imagine that?
0: that's it right up your alley you I said you lose your saying. mind. Yeah. I will lose. I lost my mind right here just thinking about
1: it. There's not a better woman on the planet than Lisa. Lisa mid 80s, right? That's it. I guess what
0: Alan Taylor, Taylor Made Pools. He has that perfect pool for you to put in your backyard. What are you waiting for? As we said before, right now, pools are up 40. percent The two yeah. things that people are spending money on right now are pools and boats. Yeah, People are looking for a little bit of entertainment. Want to get near the water? You can put the water right in your backyard. Call Alan Taylor, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452.
1: Talking to a friend of mine who lives in Texas today, and when she lived here in California, her house had a pool. And she said, man, I never realized just what an insane luxury that was until I got down here to Texas and the mosquitoes are about the size of a yeah. pinto. They're huge. And she goes, You don't even, you can't have it. She goes, I can't put a pool in down here. I don't have enough room. But she said, Man, having that pool in my backyard was the greatest thing we ever had. She goes, Just every weekend, it felt like you were on vacation every night. Yeah. Especially now when you could go back and grill and do the whole thing. Man, it's not just a pool, it's your entire backyard that Alan can do for you. All you got to do, go to daveandjeffshow.com. Click on that sponsor page, would (laughs) you? And look at what TaylorMade Pools have done. Hey, i tell you what. You got one of two things you can go, okay? You've all gotten to the fork in the road. You can go down Dipshit Avenue (laughs) or you can go down Winter Avenue. Winter Avenue, right there, 188 Winter Avenue, TaylorMade Pools.
0: Kyle Flueger's your guy. Guess what? That perfect website for you. It's waiting. All you have to do is give him a call. He can fix the crappy one you have. And also, if you're starting a brand new business, he can help kickstart, get it started. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621.
1: Kyle Flueger has done such an incredible job for us and for jakesprojects.org. So many people have taken our advice and let Kyle work on their website, has done great things with Sean Walcheff done great things with julie Brownman and so many others we we're saying the other night right now we're in a situation where, man people are home and they've got money to spend and before uh i'll, I'll tell you i started looking at this website because like i was saying you got to yeah. overhaul all the betting so you start looking and you're looking at sheets right and this one website is promoting how great these sheets are you go oh wow that's pretty cool seems affordable But you know what I better do? Let me check the reviews on this. You go down to the reviews and it goes, it looks like somebody drugged these sheets behind their truck. (laughs) They're dirty. And it looked like they had a sweat stain in the middle. I go, well, goddamn, that's all I need? Broke it in? No, I did not. Uh, you need a website that is going to move your product. And if your product's not moving, that means you got the wrong website. Call Kyle. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent
0: you. Absolutely. All right. Here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going July 15th. I only have three of them, believe it or not. Okay. All right. We're going with Fluffy and Gabriel Iglesias.
1: Oh, oh, dude. Big money. Big, Pretty big money. I'm going to say he is 45.
0: He's 44 years old.
1: Oh, it was close. 200 million. It says only
0: $40 million. No way. Yeah, dude. it says $40 million is what I could find, but I thought it was going to be a lot more than that, too.
1: That guy's great.
0: All right, here we go. We're going from the Portland Trailblazers, Damian Lillard. Oh,
1: 28.
0: 30 years old, older than I thought, too. Shit, 140. Exactly right. Hey! hey, hey. $140 million.
1: It's both showcases. All
0: right, here we go. Forrest Whitaker.
1: Oh, fuck. So good. Uh, How crazy is that? Fast Times at Ridgemont
0: High. Three people from that movie won an Academy Award for Best Actor.
1: Okay, uh, the guy who played um, Rat, <laughs> Forrest Whitaker, <laughs> Sean Penn. No, Sean Penn, Forrest Whitaker, and hang on, don't tell me the other one. Yeah, barely
0: in the movie. Uh,
1: not Anthony Edwards or Eric Stolls. It was not Ray Walston. I don't know. Nicolas Cage. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah. That's and a it, great one. And when you watch the credits, how Funny, I knocked Nicholas out all Coppola. the guys who were right there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Nicolas Coppola, we'll say. But it's, uh, yeah, kind of funny. I told you I had a job in L.A. where Ray Walston used to come in every day. Was he cool? Cool as shit. And I all bet. I wanted to do was talk about the movie.
1: Dude, that's great. I
0: talked about it all the time. Said the movie <laughs> cost nothing to make. They said I was shocked how it turned into this movie that everybody talks about.
1: Ah, uh, goddamn. Yeah. And you can't find the book or you can't find the article anyway because it's he wrote uh, Cameron Crowe went to Claremont High. Yeah. And you you like the book there was like a paperback that came out one time and it's like $2,000 if you can even wow. find a copy of it. Uh Forrest Whitaker let's say he's 62. 59. All right, that's better. That's good. And Damn, dude, he's so good in everything. I'm gonna say forty million.
0: I would have guessed higher than
1: what it says. It says thirty million dollars. You know, I look at it because he didn't—he didn't have huge blockbuster movies where he was the yeah. lead. But fuck, man, he's so good. Love that guy.
0: All right, here we go. We're going Stay or Ghost, and what we're doing going is you have to stay on an island with a full cast from this TV show. Oh, okay. So it's cast against cast. We're going to start off from the 70s. We're going to go Happy Days or Laverne and Truly.
1: Oh, 100% Happy
0: Days. (laughs) There's nobody from Laverne and Truly you want to spend time with, right?
1: Uh, You know, I'd probably hang out with Eddie Mecca, Carmine Ragusa. (laughs) Dude, I would never have gotten that. Lenny and Squiggy, no. No. Cindy Williams, no. No. Uh, Penny Marshall, no. The guy who played her dad, yeah, no happy days you go ron howards donnie most yes. come on <laughs> come on pat Morita. i played in a
0: celebrity softball game donnie most was my teammate
1: <laughs> what were you doing in it I, <laughs>
0: thanks. I was playing left field for who what were you for i was it was the extra 690 team i was a left fielder for extra 690 and it's funny is uh this is back in like 95 i think and uh, Ernie Ernie got a hit, got a single, okay?
1: Okay. Were you playing the Happy Days softball team? No, we weren't playing the Happy
0: Days softball team. There were a bunch of, like, uh, different actors and stuff that were there, but Donnie Most was only Greg one. Greg Evigan? Was he there? He might have been there. Fuck, he might have been there. <laughs> Fuck. But uh, I remember I hit a er, – Ernie's on first base. Okay. And I fucking lace a shot to right center. Like, okay. it, it should be inside the park home run, right. not, without a doubt. And I'm screaming at Ernie, move your fucking ass, Ernie. I got, I got stuck at third. There's a fucking guy I couldn't get around the bases. I think the ball went all the way to the wall like we're garving at the home run.
1: God damn it, it's Ernie. fucking
0: Ernie.
1: <laughs> fucking Ernie.
0: Yeah. Damn
1: it. <laughs> damn it. Yeah, happy
0: days. Slam dunk. I'm with you. All right, Seinfeld or Friends? which cast?
1: Oh. Oh, damn. Damn, dude, that's a really good one. My kids have been watching a ton of Friends episodes, and yeah. when we were on vacation, I hadn't seen that show in so long, dude. There are some really goddamn funny episodes of that show. Um, but Seinfeld's so great. But hang on, let me think about this. Okay. So Seinfeld, you're getting Jerry. Yep. You're getting Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yep. Uh, Costanza and Kramer, Kramer. may wear me out. <laughs> now on Friends. <laughs> I think it's Friends, Dave. Okay. I think Matt Perry, LeBlanc. I've I've come around on Schwimmer. Schwimmer used to bug me, and now you go, dude, that guy's pretty fucking funny.
0: When he found out also that he was the one guy that NBC wanted and was willing to pay, and he said, no, because I'll take less that we all make the same.
1: Aniston, Courtney Cox, and Lisa Kudrow all seem very cool.
0: Yeah, I'll take Friends. There you go. All right. Duke's a hazard or Baywatch? Uh, Duke's a
1: hazard... Got to so deal I've, with
0: Hasselhoff. The girls are hot, but you got to deal with Hasselhoff.
1: Yeah, but it's I exhausting. get so I got Tom Wopat, John Schneider, Catherine Bach. All three, I think that's fine. Yeah, but I got to take that outside cast to that fucking Ennis, that asshole, <laughs> and that little shrimp. Who's that little shrimp? In Boss the, Hog. Fuck yeah, that guy. And there weren't any other chicks on that show. So now we go to Baywatch. You got Pam Anderson. You got Nicole. Yeah. Tracy Bingham.
0: You got a shitload of them.
1: Carmen Electra. Yep. Okay, but I got Hasselhoff. Who was the blonde dude? Hell, I don't know. I don't know. The blonde dude that was like married to, or was dating Pam Anderson for a while. Oh, this this uh, the surfer. Yeah. Slater? Is that his name? Wait, what's No, name? no, no. The the blonde guy that was the lifeguard on that show. Oh, and the, fuck, I don't know. Um
0: What is the surfer's name? I'm drawing a blank. He's like the most famous surfer in the world. Kelly Slater. Slater Kelly but Slater.
1: He's second famous behind Sandy Guido's Rob Machado. <laughs> um I think actually Dave in a in a no, I gotta go Baywatch. You gotta go Baywatch. Yeah. Catherine Bach almost won it for me.
0: All right, I'll go with, uh, here we go. Growing Pains or The Cosby Show?
1: Growing Pains? Wait, Growing Pains is Kirk Cameron? Yes. Oh, fuck no.
0: Yeah, you can't deal with that guy preaching at you nonstop, no, right? No,
1: Cosby Show, you get Lisa Bonet. Yeah. But then the other... You got to deal with Bill Cosby. Yeah, Felicia <laughs> Rashad. <laughs> oh, dude, you get... A, you get uh, No. Hang on. Oh, uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! I'll take Cosby show, but they got to deal with Bill, and then you, well, but he's but not if drugging you me. If you go, <laughs> that's a good point. And I would, uh, if, you, if you go to Growing
0: Pains, you got to deal with Kirk, who would constantly say, "Jeff, you want to pray with me?"
1: No. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'd go to the Cosby show too, because as a lot of people here know, including Bryce Miller, where I'm quoted in this morning's paper. That's right here. I'm a guy of uh, high moral standards, and I would have got Bill on the right track. Uh, While hanging out with Felicia
0: Rashad All right. speaking of uh, Felicia Felicia Rashad One thing Scott Kaplan said the other day On the radio Which kind of blew my mind I meant to bring this up to you Mm -hmm. He said He is to Drew Brees What Ahmad Rashad was to Michael Jordan What? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What? That's what I said. I said, what the fuck did you just say? I was like, does Drew Brees think the same thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> was
1: he being serious? Hundred percent serious. That dude is legit maniac. <laughs> what
0: is he talking about? He announced about? it to the entire LA audience.
1: Fucking I oh goddamn I like that. I like the brashness of that. He's <laughs> I mean, dude, Ahmad got every interview with Jordan during the finals. Like, dude, he every hung day. out with
0: him nonstop.
1: Yeah. He was with him all the time.
0: Yeah, is that what Scott's doing with Drew? I have no idea. If he is, it's the first I've heard of any of this.
1: <laughs> well, I hope it's right. Yeah,
0: and hell, anyone who's driving around listening to Seven Tens, thinking, well, fuck, if he said it, it must be true. it got to be true. Yeah, this guy knows Drew Brees. Really well.
1: Not he, listen. You would say if that I was
0: you would say if that was the case. Wouldn't Drew be on one of his guests in these ten days? Right. Drew hasn't been on the fucking air with him.
1: Well, maybe he's saving him for the for the encore. Oh my god.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was hysterical.
1: Oh boy. All right. All well, right. well that, I got
0: one more for you. All right. Let Last me one. It. This one I think would be tougher. Cheers or the office?
1: Hmm. We we'll me start from a female standpoint.
0: Oh, boy. That's, a good, that's always a good way to start.
1: And cheers. Kirstie Alley's a yay. Shelly Long is a nay.
0: Yes. I, right? I think Kirstie is a nay, too.
1: She's crazy, oh, she's man, a, on social media. Uh, and she's Scientology. Yeah. She, yeah oh, she, fuck. Yeah. You'll never see me again. Yeah. I'll be up there like on that uh, Leah Remini show. I'll be fucking scrubbing the floors. You'll be like, what the fuck happened? We're going to tape at 730. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. And then I'm stuck with uh, who? Ted Danson, Woody Harrelson. yeah, George Wendt. Uh, uh, Cliff. Yeah, the guys would be fine to hang Frazier. out with. Frazier. That's, it, all, that's yeah. a pretty good group. Yeah. The
0: girls would be terrible to hang out with.
1: Oh, God. Rhea Perlman? Yeah. mm right, what was the other show, The Office? That was The Office. Dude, uh, so you get, well, the only one you have, oh, you get Pam, Rashida Jones there? Of course she is. Don't yell at me. I think The Office is a win. Yeah, you get Jan. Jan. But, dude, the guy, uh, is Todd coming off the road? (laughs) Champ? Is Champ Kind coming in? Champ's not coming in. What do you mean he's not coming in? He's part it, of the cast. Okay, you got to deal with James Spader, though, too. Uh, yeah, that's fine. There'd be another enough other guys. You know, it'd be... How long? Let me ask you this. Yeah. Over, under 15 minutes that you could hang with Creed.
0: Oh, that's funny. In real life? Yeah. Fuck, man. That'd be tough. I go. I guess I'd have to say barely over.
1: I think Creed would actually be fine. Yeah. I think I'd have to what say What about Stanley?
0: Over. Yeah, Stanley is harmless. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm telling you right now, I'm almost to the end of the show. Okay. I'm in the yeah. second to last season. James Spader's on. Okay? Yeah. Dude, I, I was telling Josh, I said, dude, I don't think I liked this guy in anything his entire mm. career. I hated him in everything he ever did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I told you, he sucked on that yeah. show, sucked yeah. the life out of it. That show, uh, to me, when he showed up, like, it was like they were trying too hard. Yeah. Like, the first couple of years, especially with Corel, um, the show was just great, but it just felt like they were really trying hard. Yeah. Uh, but it's not, interesting. Yeah, i take The Office. All right, let me see if I got one for you before we go. Um, all right, I've got that one. Let me think of the – oh, here you go. Okay. WKRP. Okay. Or One Day at a Time.
0: Oh, WKRP. I Lonnie love Lonnie Anderson. Anderson. I love Lonnie Anderson. Yeah. Lonnie Anderson, I think, was my first crush.
1: She you get Valerie Bertinelli?
0: Yeah, I'd throw her one.
1: Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah.
0: But then her sister was such a drug addict. I wouldn't want to hang out with her. And Bonnie Franklin, uh, I wouldn't want to hang out with her either. And uh, Schneider? Yeah. <laughs> See, I, your boy Woods would have picked that show in a heartbeat. Because you know Schneider always has a heater ready to go. <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> the fucking guy would. Oh, shit. Did he actually work today?
0: Dude, he, he was on uh, today. You know what made me laugh? I flipped it on today, and he was talking about how how hard he lived his twenties and thirties. Oh yeah, and he's gonna be forty five this weekend. Oh wow! And so uh, so I ripped him in a in a tweet. You know, just yeah. fucking around. And uh, I said, "What happened to you?" You know, I go, "You know, shit. Your twenties and thirties were crazy. And forty five, not only do you play golf, you talk about golf." Yeah. I go, "I miss my friend." <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, Woods and I always just fucking around, fucking around with him last night. You know, and yeah. we, we talk about this all the time. About there's a circle in sports that right. we'll, we'll never be a part of. Oh, that we're super God. close to. There's a circle that Jeff Woods and I have that no one else will be a part of. We let you guys listen a lot of times, and we like a lot of you, but don't ever fucking think you're jumping in. No. And if you don't get the joke, man, you don't even bother talking. Stay out. Yeah. Just stay out. go along for the ride. Because pe- exactly. Dude, a lot of people understand that, and it's not an ego thing. But don't go fucking going after me either. At the same time, I had a guy today go after me
1: about what? And
0: so basically, he said to me, "Don't start with me. You you want to uh, you want to expose? I'll expose you." He said. I'm like, oh. "Expose me? I think I'm an open book." One.
1: Yeah. Who's that tough and, guy?
0: And the joke was to him was he made it. He jumped in an argument or a joke that he didn't understand, and I said, "Dude, you were not even a Padre fan. You still have the blue hat in his in his profile." No, it was just a joke. Okay. He lost his shit, dude, on that one. But he, so he comes after me on Twitter, and I was like, you know what, man, fuck you, dude. Yeah, and, I, and I'm like, here's my goddamn address. That's, right. Like, it's one of those. Why don't you come on down here? Well, you curb asshole. stomp you. And it was one of those where I was like, it's that circle thing where, as Jeff says it all the time, Costa Woods and I, and with Jeff, we have this fucking online thing going but, that just well, between there's, us.
1: There's a there's but. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, we're yeah. There's yeah. I mean, that happens between yeah. the four of us, which are as close to brothers as can right. Be. All those guys. So
0: when you see going back and forth, and Woods giving me shit, or me giving him shit, or Jeff giving him shit, whatever it is, there's it's a different deal. So don't right. think you're gonna come in and now what you're gonna attack me, attack my family out of your fucking mind. We don't mind. need
1: we don't need any help.
0: Yeah, that like, was stay uh, out of it. That that you, was ridiculous. Oh, fuck that guy. That was ridiculous. And then Uh, I was just like, fuck this shit. (laughs) What am I doing? But Woods, Woods, again, happy birthday to him this weekend.
1: And then the greatest fucking thing that ever has happened to me on Twitter happened last night. Thank you for reminding me before we go. So years ago, I started this fucking game on Twitter that if Dave said, uh, you know, hey, I really think that uh, Chris Paddock is tipping his pitches, right? Yeah. Then it was always, let me find the most random fucking pitching coach. And it was, thanks, Larry Rothschild, right? (laughs) Yes. So that was the game. And so Costa, Costa was, I think we were working together at that time. Mike loved it. So Mike and I, we would do it back and forth to each other. Then mud gets involved. Mudd's the problem great is with, with it. no, he's not. You don't think he's good with it? Mud's terrible at it. He always hammers me. Yeah, but he takes the easiest guy. To cre- listen for all you fuckers that think you know it. I invented the game. The game is really, really good for the people that play it. When you go outside the circle, you yeah. have to find somebody creative, right? Like uh, Dave talking hitting. And somebody the other day was, uh, hey, thanks, Hensley uh, Mullins. Yeah. That's fucking great. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. A random fucking batting coach, right? I got Walt Reniac and Walt Charlie Loud. Walt Riniak, Charlie Loud. Those are always good. But mud goes low-hanging fruit. Thanks, Merv Rettman. Well, that's not tough. <laughs> we all got that. So last night. Last night I'm watching the fights on ESPN and the co-main event really fun boxing all the all the announcers are calling the games or calling the fights from home but the fights are going on live at MGM Grand so the co-main event a couple of just younger fighters kid gets knocked down in the first and his eyes are red rattled, like he's he's given indications he's done right Ref lets the fight go. It goes into the second round. He gets knocked down again. Kid clearly is done, and the ref lets it go. Kid takes about 25 more punches, unnecessary, and they finally wave it off. I write on Twitter, man, that fight could have been stopped 10 punches earlier. I don't know what some of these refs are waiting for. And out of the blue, out of nowhere, I look at my phone and... Fuck if John Cantera. <laughs> John Cantera not only jumped in, but he said, thanks, Arthur Mercanti, <laughs> who's an old school boxing referee. Coaches one time participating yes. was so spot on. I said, game over. Yeah, it was unexpected from him. It was. And he nailed it perfectly. I goddamn laughed for half an hour. i made my whole night. I said it to all you guys. That was great. And the great thing is, that you know, cool. what really made me happy about huh. it. I love that John had the because John and I have been friends. That's the other thing, too, that I say to people all the time. Like, if we tease Coach here, Coach and I have been friends for 25 years. Yeah. I am a San Diego guy. Coach is a Tory guy. Coach and I share uh, my buddy Ben Gallo, who's a scout for the Nationals. Benny's been one of my best friends for 30 years Coach and Benny grew up together, played Little League baseball together. I think I met John through Benny Gallo. So that's the other thing, Dave, like you say. like Dude, that's a buddy of mine. That's a guy really close to me who during the last couple of years when some really difficult nights were going on was insanely cool. So if I'm fucking around with Coach here, hey, Arthur Mercanti, That's a buddy of mine, dude, that I care a lot about. That's very special to me. It's not being an asshole. I'm just fucking with a friend. So I don't know. They're just people are really fucking weird. Yeah. There are just people that are so miserable in their life. Here's the other people that are miserable. And this is a heads up to anybody right now that if you have a small office And you're trying to work and you're just trying to keep the lights on. Man, there's businesses closing all over. There are fucking people in this town that will drive around and make phone calls if they see somebody parked in front of your building. Yeah. Even though you're in there, you might be the only person in there and you're doing anything you can to pay your mortgage and keep the lights on for your family. There are people so fucking miserable in their own life. That they have nothing going that they're gonna call and make a report. Holy shit. And Dave, that's the way I feel about whoever this dipshit is that doesn't know anything. I, I mean, look, unfortunately, a lot of people got caught in the crossfire. I'm not lying when I say I muted 200 people. Yeah. 200 people. I just muted them. A lot of them I love. But to keep you, then I had to keep five others. And I'm sorry. Y'all got hit with the same brush. Occasionally, I see shit. and It's great to reconnect, but I don't miss it at all because there's just so much negativity from people. And who are you? You wouldn't say shit. You wouldn't be down no. in the garage running your there's mouth. There's no fucking way. You don't know anything. No. You don't know the background that that group and I would extend yeah. it out to Mudd, um, and extend it out to Johnny Cantara. Of course. You don't know what the history no. is with us. You don't know how that loyalty from guys that have been in this industry and have been fucked over. We all get it. And uh, Elston. was talking to Stevie Woods about Elston yesterday. I love Elston because he's a grinder. Now, Craig's not in any of that, but like like sending shit to 619. Yeah, but, but the guys that Dave just talked about, me, Stevie Woods, uh, Costa, Mud, you know, dude, those are, that's as tight as it gets. Yes. That's guys that were in this room and have been in this room and all out, except for Mike, who's scared of his own shadow. <laughs> if Mike ever fucking comes down, it'll be yeah. my favorite podcast. Yeah. But I can't get him in here. Dave can't get him in. So at some point, we'll get him in. And with all respect to Steve and Darren, uh, Sam Bass, Booney, all those, Ted, fuck, all those guys. Darren went 240. Which is insane. All of those, I just, I fucking love those shows. I love all those dudes, man. They're all great. But yeah, stay the fuck out. You don't know shit.
0: No, that's ridiculous. You don't know what you're playing with. You're going to sit there and go that route You're out of your fucking mind. Come on, say it to my face. Don't be that guy that's brave behind the keyboard because you have no fucking idea what's going to happen to you. Do I know the guy? No, I didn't know the guy either. But when I saw it, I was like, dude, I was fucking hot. I was like, yeah. dude, you're going to go that route? I
1: was like, what kind of How many fl- followers does he have? Here's the other dude, thing I that I look- always, that I always... Encourage people to always take a look at the follower numbers, because if these guys have 31 followers and you have five thousand, then you've just magnified their message way too much. Yes.
0: And the thing is, I didn't I didn't fire back because. No.
1: And
0: at the uh, same. it's same, And I tell you what, I really enjoy coaching kids. And that's the only reason I didn't fire back. because yes, it's one of those. Exactly. Things that just would, mute them out. Well, it's one of those. But I'm like, dude, you know, pretty fucking brave behind the guy keyboard because I called out the color of your fucking hat, which was a joke. But when you sit there and you make it personal,
1: dude, dare you to say that to my face. Yeah, we don't say shit when you're giving blowjobs in the parking lot of
0: Balboa Park. Kept quiet for a long fucking time. Yeah. (laughs) You got something on your chin, asshole. Yeah. Good other problems.
1: Yeah. It's your friend Robbie's nuts. (laughs) Some guy listen, Robbie. I did not get a blowjob at Balboa Park. I want that retracted. (laughs) <laughs>
0: uh, Robbie's a name you never hear anymore right I know. everyone had a friend named Robbie in the 80s Always.
1: <laughs> what the fuck happened he's getting his dick sucked at Balboa <laughs> Park by that fucker in the blue hat <laughs> you know it's like it's like that
0: name you know the Karen name that's going around
1: oh my god
0: dude Karen has turned into the new dick right because whoever the dick was dick, dick used trickle? to be a common name yeah and then all of a sudden some asshole must have been one hell of a jerk to that guy's a real dick Karen has turned into the dick
1: uh, I just think these people writing messages to Walchef or anybody else, Walchef has the new cocktail, the Karen. Yeah. And he got an email from a lady, like, <laughs> so offended. It was great because Sean just kept hyping the shit out of the Karen cocktail. God, people just got to get on with their life, right? They do. Just get on with your life. That's all you got to <laughs> so do. fucking nuts.
0: Yeah. So we're back on uh, Sunday. Back,
1: back on a Sunday and Wednesday schedule. Uh, no, actually, you know what? Um, what? Start next week will be Monday, Wednesday. Okay. Because uh, my kids have been gone for two weeks. We're going to dinner, and it will probably run a little late on Sunday night. But we'll be Monday, Wednesday next week, and then we'll figure it out moving forward.
0: Perfect. We'll do that. All right. See you guys uh, next week.